0: cosmic cave, quiet corner of the universe, where time does not exist, and we can tune in to the music of the cosmos, the wisdom of our Mother Earth, and each other. I am your host, Bianca Bibiloni-Rosa. Welcome back to the Cosmic Cave. It's so nice to be here again. I spoke to my sister after doing the first episode and a very important piece of feedback was like, you identified yourself as New Rican, Puerto Rican, educator, healer, artist. And she was like, but I'm very surprised you didn't say that you were a mother And I was like, yeah, so was I. I was surprised that that did not come out of my mouth. And I think part of the hesitation is that I didn't want to feel like I was excluding people that don't have a womb or that don't have a desire to procreate or to people that can't procreate. Um, And my sister was just like, but you're a mom. Yes, yes. 100% 100% correct, I'm a, I'm a mom, I'm a parent, that's the other word, mom, there's so many connotations to that word, and so, I will say that I'm a parent, um, to an incredible um, 11 year old, like, holy smokes, the greatest teacher of my life, basically, I've had some amazing teachers in my life, this is, this is it, this is teacher supreme, is my kid, um, Isla. Today's episode, I just felt it. I felt like called to come into the cave and and talk about my dad because his anniversary, end of dad portal on the 28th was coming. I didn't think I'd have the bandwidth to do any kind of storytelling or anything at that time. And I went in and... Sometimes the cave is going to be, it's going to stay for me. And that was one of those instances. But there were some things that came out of that session that I really want to share. Some really cool things, some lessons that had been learned um, through the experience of my dad crossing over. Um, And, you know, one thing I want to share is anything related to blue and the color blue. Because that's my dad's favorite color. It was my favorite color when I was young, and I don't think I was aware that it was his favorite color until I was older. It's the first color I can ever remember being super attracted to and super like, I just needed that vibration of blue. There was blue hair, there was uh, blue clothing and sneakers and... The ocean, anything that had a really brilliant hue of blue. We weren't into the pastels at that time. I think the lightest we got on the spectrum of blue was like the sky. Now we appreciate all of the blues. Um, But yeah, now when I think about my dad and honoring him, it's all about blue. And he always had that blue cars. He had like a blue... It was like a 68, I believe it was 1968 Mustang. That was like this color of blue. You know that blue paint that they used to make that like it just looked really sparkly. Like this beautiful sparkly blue paint. Um, And that was like, you know, not his last blue car. He was really, really into the color blue. So I decided, you know what? Let's take some things that came out of that session that are really beautiful lessons that I feel like, yeah, I want to share this with people. The first lesson in the book is love. That's what it says, the first lesson is love, all caps. When your heart is filled with it, you can't be angry. There's no room for base emotions. When you call upon it, it will always be there. It will protect you from fear and base emotions of others. It will put you in other people's shoes and allow you to empathize with them in a perfectly detached way. It removes doubt. It has the power to heal. And that was the first lesson. The next lesson is pay attention to the cosmos. Some of my greatest memories of my childhood are related to gazing up at the sky with you. I remember standing on the deck outside your bedroom at the house in Maine. It was dark and the sky was filled with stars. You had a telescope and you would train it on some star or planet and then have me look through it and guide me to find what you already had. It was so quiet, so still. Mind you, we did not have that house after I was like five or six. So like, this is the impression that this, I can remember this still, like it was yesterday. I can just bring that memory up. Um, And then I also remember being woken up to watch an eclipse with you in our front yard in Flushing. It was so exciting being up past my bedtime I think that excitement clouded my actual recollection and appreciation of the eclipse itself, but I do remember your face deeply concentrated, mouth slightly open, squinting at times, trying to take it all in. And I remember you stepping on a slug. He hated slugs. <laughs> so yeah that would have been followed by like a damn it or you know something. Anyway, going from reverence and awe to overreaction and contempt in a second. <laughs> so, these, these were the lessons. Um, the next one was on health and healing. When you're truly sick, drop everything and sleep. That's what he would do. Also, sleep as much as you can on the weekend. Go slow on the weekend. Do things that you take an active role in. Growing up, that's what you did. Spent Saturdays asleep until 4 p.m. at times. Spent the rest of the weekend in the garage working on the cars or other projects. You had no need to go anywhere or engage socially. The garage was your temple of solace. The garage was my dad's cosmic cave. You showed me much about day-to-day health as well. How sugar is toxic in large amounts as are processed carbohydrates. And that it's never too late to take control of what goes into your body and change your mindset about meditation or spirituality. Right now, talking about this, my um, my heart center, my heart cave, right? We talked about last week that normally I envision it and I feel it as just being covered in moss and ferns. And it's all got dew all over it. and It's very earthy and green. Um, but sometimes it's blue like this. I'm holding a piece of geode of blue agate geode and you know it's this very like the crust of the geode is a kind of very muted blue and it's rough and it's not polished and then you have the next layer of blue which I would say is about a half inch in diameter maybe a centimeter not in diameter thick um and it's like a night sky blue but a brilliant brilliant night sky blue and then beyond that in the center is this gorgeous looks like ice crystals of blue almost like the iris of an eye and you know all those layers are smooth until you get to the center and then it's just all these little glittery crystals um that look like ice like blue ice. And that's how my heart cave feels right now. My heart center, it feels like this geode. Um, I mentioned last time about crystals and, you know, why do we even feel compelled to take them out of the earth? What's what's that the deal with that? What's the compulsion? Um, and we'll probably have more conversations about crystals and ethics and things like that. And speaking of blue and blue energy, I'd really like to kind of meditate on that feeling and that energy. Um, One thing that I really love to do on the way to my job or in between transitioning from one activity to another or any time where I can feel myself getting carried away and I need to just like bring it down is a snake breath or a hissing breath or a sounding breath um but in this instance this is a this snake is blue it is it is that snake scales are just like the flashing blue of within the Labradorite. right so we first have to get we got to get this snake in mind and it really reminds me a lot of the winged serpent. If you remember Falkor from the Neverending Story, we're talking this size of serpent. It's got wings. It is probably a dragon. Yeah, when I say serpent, maybe I mean snake, but a lot of times I mean dragon. And it has these labradorite, blue, flashing, amazing scales, very holographic looking scales, and when we breathe in, what we're breathing in is this blue mist, and that blue mist can be whatever color it is that of blue you're resonating with or you feel attracted to. Um, But as we are breathing and doing our breathing cycle, we're going to envision and imagine this amazing winged serpent dragon Flying in our mind's eye, flying above the cave, free, just so free, in the air, maybe making figure eights, so this is where we're going right now, right? All right, let's get in this blue state of mind, this blue heart cave state of mind. Everyone, if you're with me, let's take a deep breath in and exhale. Exhale. And the next breath in comes that beautiful blue mist. Inhale. Exhale. Okay, on the third breath, we're breathing in the blue mist, but we're going to exhale the snake breath, the hissing sound. And as we listen to that sound, we're going to imagine that amazing winged serpent soaring through the sky it could be a night sky with stars or it could be a daytime sky it could be a that kind of sunset that part of twilight where you have purple and blue mixing together but that winged serpent is just freely freely soaring around above the cave okay here we go inhaling Exhaling. Inhaling. Exhaling. Wow. I think maybe we should go for one more. I feel that serpent is just having too good of a time up there and doesn't want to come down yet. Why don't we do this? We did two already. Let's do two more. Inhale. Exhale. Soaring. 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 The last one, inhale, blue mist. Soar, serpent, soar. Alright, there it is. That's it right there. That serpent was having a wonderful time soaring through the clouds. Mine was definitely in a twilight situation. I love when purple and blue come together. And um, what a happy free creature. Just taking up space and space feels infinite up there in the sky, being able to move this massive serpent body, but so, um, gracefully with such agility, so fluid, the movement, right? Um, I even felt it. I felt it, right? As I was letting out that last breath, I felt I needed to move a little bit more like a snake. And, That blue snake is is always there waiting for us above the cave. Maybe when we're out and about in the daytime or wherever doing our daily things uh, outside of the cave, maybe that's where the serpent is is sleeping inside the cave waiting for us to come back. Um, Just kind of keeping the cave uh, warm for us. Um, Maybe we keep it warm, you know. Serpents are cold-blooded. Maybe they come back and we've had some nice warm fire. And we've warmed up the cave for the serpent. All of these things are possible. Uh, I'm really grateful to the blue serpent right now. And let's talk about blue. What is it about blue that feels so... Fulfilling, so creative, so inspiring, right? Blue, according to any yoga that I've done, yoga teacher training, um, is related to the throat chakra and balancing the throat chakra, blue can actually be really useful. For helping with throat chakra imbalances. Um, It could be maybe when I was younger and super, super duper attracted to the color blue. Maybe I felt I didn't have enough creative expression. Maybe I needed the color blue to help me release me from blockages. I didn't even know were there. Um, It also for me feels like a very protective and magical color i think of things like blue doors you know in in witchery and the color blue in the evil eye blue has always grounded me in a strange way where it's not like earth grounding where you're like yo i'm solid now i feel like a rock it or a tree my roots are really in the ground i feel super grounded it's a different kind of grounding it's more like balancing on a surfboard right like finding that balance and that ability to like ride whatever wave you need to be fluid all right i'm in the canoe now i'm in my kayak that's my chariot guys chariot year is the kayak i stand by it um but and i feel so grounded in a kayak oh man just being held by water and not allowed to fall and being held by water and and the motion when the oar connects with the water, and you push on it, and you can feel it gliding through the water, and then the rhythm that you know this arm comes up, this arm goes down, and the other side of the oar makes contact, and you and that pushing and that contact with the water—it's um, a really extremely right, isn't it? Like it's a very figure eight motion. And it feels extremely, to me, grounding in a profound and spiritual way. So, let's see. We covered blue heart crystal imagery. We covered blue snake wing serpent breathing. Um, Connecting with blue as clothing. How it affects... um, Connecting with Blue in the Body and Energy Centers. Blue glass, guys. I almost forgot blue glass. I have been obsessed with blue glass since I was a a little kid. And I always try to find it on the beach or in the riverbank. I used to collect Arizona ginseng iced tea bottles. Was it the ginseng? I think it was the ginseng. It was blue glass. I had like 20 of them in my room just lining the wall. Like, I couldn't get enough of blue glass. The quality of the light going through blue glass. Wow. And if you want to experience the most beautiful of blue cathedrals, get to the Hall of Science, the New York Hall of Science um, in Corona, Queens on the third floor, I think it's the third floor, if you look up, if you ever looked at the outside of the Hall of Science, it's this undulating, rippling concrete, but it's kind of studded with, um, you can't tell what it is from the street, you know, when you look at it, it just looks like these kind of inclusions, like if you were looking at a rock and it had black speckles in it, it looks like the black specks in the rock, but when you're in This room on the third floor, you can see what it truly is because the light is streaming through and it's blue glass. Whoa. I mean, it never fails to take my breath away when I see this. So get thee to the blue glass in the Hall of Science if if you have a chance, if you've never seen it. I guess I'll see everybody next time. We'll see each other in our mind's eye. And until then... You know, I hope this uh, offering of blue has been every bit as nourishing for you as it has been for me, and you know, may your road and my road keep returning. Cosmic Cave is written and produced by me, Bianca Bibiloni Rosa, with original music by Ala Muerte, lyrics to Atabei by Andrea Bibiloni.